question. What do we do about Rishonim that are, this is the words, non-mainstream? Are we allowed to use them? And if not, what is the status of people that do? So I'm not sure what you mean. Well, I actually do know what you mean, but it's not properly expressed when you talk about Rishonim that are not mainstream. So I'm going to explain what you mean and what your question is, and then I'm going to explain the answer. Here's the story. We paskin hashkafa just like we paskin halacha. And just like in halacha, there are shitas that are out there that we're, we don't hold like. And not only don't we hold like, we're not allowed to hold like. Classic example is Rabbi Hillel in the Gemara, who holds Ein Mashiach Yisrael, that there's not going to be a Mashiach coming to Klal Yisrael, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu will redeem the Jews himself. That's what it means. The halacha is not that way, and it's one of the Yud Gimalikrim of the Rambam, that there is a Bias Mashiach. Bizman Hazeh, anybody that holds like Rabbi Hillel, even though it was a legitimate shita in the Gemara, is an apikairis. But Rabbi Hillel, in his time, there was no such psak yet, and therefore you are allowed to believe that Ein Mashiach Li Yisrael. This the Chassam Soifer says about Rabbi Hillel. In other words, there's no difference between Halacha and Hashkafa. We pass in both. And sometimes there are shitas that we just don't hold like. Now, Rav Hutner had a riot to this from a Gemara. There's a Gemara that has a machloikis, everybody knows. Noich loish nivra, noich loish nivra. And the Halacha is, nimnu v'gamru, noich loish nivra, that they decided, based on Roiv, that it's better for a person not to have been created. And he says, what nafgamina is there over here? There is no nafgamina, but we paskint, noyach loy nivra. We see from here that halacha and hashkafa are the same. There are certain things that you're obligated to do, and there are certain things that you're obligated to believe. The only nafgamina is how you're makayim these halachas. We call the hashkafas in Halachic language, hilchas deis v'chayvus halvovus. Some halachas you fulfill with your mind and your beliefs, and others you fulfill with your actions. But both of them are halachas and subject to the same halachic methods of determination of how we how we paskin lamaisa. Now, there are plenty other places where the Rambam and we paskin halachas in hashkafa, and not only regarding Rabbi Hillel, and not only regarding that Hassam Soifer. Another example is the Gemara in Sanhedrin, Daftzadi Aleph, regarding what's going to happen when Mashiach comes. Machloikis, whether Ein Bein Oilam Hazel, Mashiach, or whether there's going to be Shaloyal Pidarachateva world. The Rambam in Hilchas Malachim only brings Shmuel Shita, and not the Shita of Rabbi Yochanan. In other words, the Rambam paskins that ain't bein oilam hazel yimaisa mashiach el ashibad malchis pilvad. The Abarbanel taka asks on the Rambam, how come he paskins like that? Because the haloch is like Rabbi Yochanan when he's choylik on Shmuel. So the Abarbanel understood the Rambam that the Rambam was mamish paskining a shaila over here. Now, the reason why people ask this question, why they would think that in Inyone Hashkafo there is no such thing as a Psakaloch, is because of something the Rambam himself wrote. The Rambam wrote in Perish uh, HaMashnais in Sanhedrin regarding a Machloikis, whether the Aseris Hashvotim will ever return, that because there's no Nafgamin Halacha, and the Rambam's Loshan is that the whole issue was only Amunaz Dover Bulvad, uh, there's no reason to pass in like one Psak over Halacha. 
And the Rambam says that he said it many times, and Hitaka did say it many times. This, this Yisoids, that something that's a Munas Dover Bulvad with no Nafgamina Lamaisa, is uh, also mentioned by the Ramak and the Abarbanel and Reb Shmuel Hanagid. And people understand from there that there's no such thing as a Psak in Hashkofa, and they take that to mean that any Shita that exists, they can assume it to be correct and believe it as opposed to other Shitas. Now, first of all, the Rambam doesn't mean to make a distinction here between halacha and hashkafa, because the Rambam uses this rule regarding a halacha, whether a certain Aveira incurs misibidei shamayim or not. And he says, since there's no nafkamina to us, he's not going to pask in it, which means that the issue has nothing to do whether it's halacha or hashkafa, but rather whether there is a nafkamina or not. And the reason why there's a mistake over here to answer what would seem to be mistakenly a contradiction is because we're using the word psak in two different ways. The, when we say we pask in a shayla a certain way as opposed to another way, it could mean one of two things. Sometimes we have a shayla and we're confronted with a question regarding whether something is mutter or or what we're supposed to do, and there are two shitas. Now, they're both equally valid shitas, both equally understandable, both of equal authority, and now the question is what to do. So there's something called a psak that we decide what to do, and we base this on roiv. Uh, I don't mean roiv necessarily like uh, the roiv acherabim lahatais, but we, we base it on the probability of what makes more sense to do. So we'll pass in like a Talmud, uh, we'll pass in like a Rebbe instead of a Talmud, we'll pass in certain ways. We have certain rules of Psak. Now, these rules of Psak would not make any sense to use when there is no Nafkamina Lahalocha. Where there's no Nafkamina Lahalocha, there's no reason to pass in. Compare it, if you want, to Hilchasilla Mashicha. By Hilchasilla Mashicha, there's no reason to pass in because it's, it's not Nagela Maisa. And this, what I'm telling you, is from the Maharik. The Marek says that when Chazal paskind one day, one way or another, it doesn't mean that they say that they decided which shita is more right. But rather, they figured, Alpi Roiv, what is the best uh, mahalach that a person should take when, there's a, when he's confronted with two different shitas? However, where Chazal had independent reason to believe that the halacha is different than the normal rules of Psak would indicate. They would resolve the machloikis according to their judgments, not according to the general rules. The rules of Psak, which the Rambam says does not apply by Amunas Dover Bulvad, applies to a case where we are unable to determine, left to our own devices, which of the shitas in the halachic machloikis is more acceptable than the other, or more understandable than the other? But where we know—that's why the Marek says that we don't pass in uh, issues that have no nafkamina, hilchasil uh, The reason why we don't pass in hilchasil mashicha is not because hilchasil mashicha is not halacha, but rather the only reason to pass in altogether to begin with is because we have no choice. If you're if you have a question about what to do, and you don't know if it's Shabbos or not, you don't know if you're allowed to be machal. A boy, a baby is born Friday morning. Excuse me, boy, baby is born Friday afternoon. 
is the halacha like the goinim that the baby was born on Shabbos and therefore the bris is on Shabbos? Or is the halacha like Rabbeinu Tam that the baby was born on Friday and the bris is on Friday? Or if the baby's born Matsai Shabbos and the same Suffolk, are you going to make the bris on Sunday? Or are you going to make the bris on Shabbos? You have no choice. You must pask in that shaila. You have to do something. And therefore, we have various rules. That's one type of psak. And if that will be a hashkafa question, there would be no reason to paskin because you're not forced to paskin. The whole musig of a psak in a hashkafa question has no meaning in this context. If you're forced to decide one way or the other, and you're not forced, and in a hashkafa question, you're not forced to decide, there's no reason to paskin. The whole musik of a psak doesn't make any sense. And this is why the Rambam says that we don't paskin questions that have no nafgamina, not halachic questions, and not hashkafic questions. However, says the Maharik, that if there's a case, even Hilchasilla Mashiach, where Rishon is going to decide that one opinion is more correct than the other, then of course he can paskin. When a certain opinion is disproven or rejected by a greater authority, then it's absolutely normal to reject that shita, even if it has no nafgamina lahalacha. The rules of psak do not apply where there's no practical application, but that doesn't mean all opinions are equally accepted. So, for example, if a godel would decide, a poisik would decide that a certain hashkafic shita is a mistake, certainly he would be allowed to say that he believes it to be a mistake. Just because the shita exists doesn't mean it has to be a legitimate shita, and so too in a machloikis, whether machloikis halacha agoda or hilchasila mashicha. If a poisik, if a godel decides that there's enough rias or authority on one side, then he's going to paskin accordingly. Not because people need guidance and they have no choice regarding how to proceed in a in a dispute, but because we could resolve the dispute. There's, if there's an unresolved dispute, then we have to decide what to do. That's one type of psak. Such a psak doesn't exist by Hilchas Mashicha, doesn't exist where there's no nafgamina. However, if you can resolve the psak, there's the psak could be resolved and you're going to paskin. Hashkafa halacha, whether it's Nagea Lamaisa or not Nagea Lamaisa. Second, there's another way of paskining a shaila, even when uh, there's no nafgamina. And that's because in a case where Let's say there's a machloikis rishonim. And there's one shita that we don't understand. We cannot decipher it. We can't make heads or tails out of it. We can't reconcile the shita with established yesoidus that we have. You can't reconcile what appears to be steers in the shita or steers from the shita to greater authorities. In such a case, the halacha is that we would abandon such a shita and follow the opposing shita, even in a case of a machloikis rishonim, not because we claim to disproven that we've disproven one of the rishonim chas v'sholem. We don't do that. But if you have something that you understand and something that you don't understand, something that has a hundred steers to it and something that does, that does not, we are bound to go with what we do understand. This is normal halachic process. 
the Chazonish, Grada explains Pshat. The Chazonish has a Reb Kivega, and Reb Kivega in a Machloik is Rishon and Paskind a certain way because he had kashas on the other Rishon. And the Chazonish says it's not the Pshat Chas Sholem that the Rambam was Machria. One, uh, one, one Rishon is right and the other one's wrong. He says that in this issue, the Rishon that we understand, he's our Rebbe. And we Paskin like him because of that. If there's something you understand and something you, we don't understand, of course, it doesn't mean a high school kid doesn't understand. If Kivega understands one and doesn't understand something else, he's not going to go with what he doesn't understand. There's an Eide Behuda also. I have it here. It's an Eide Behuda. Madur Tinyonev and Hoezer Nundalid. Quote, Kvar biarti kama pa'omim. Something that we don't understand what the kavona is and what the reason is for. You can't bring a raya to it, to anything, except the etzem case. You can't say, oh, this is the shita, and therefore we're going to shtel it to something else. Which means that if you're not talking mamish, exact, exact, exact case, we don't use it. Uh, the Chazanish says, quote, because we are there Talmidim in this halacha. The same thing applies to the Rambam's statement about paskining uh, shilas that have no nafkamina halacha. All he means is that where there, there's no need for some practical a guidance as to what to do, you don't give people practical guidance. And that's all that he means by Psak in that context. But where but that doesn't mean that we can't accept one shita and reject another shita if the rayas, if the weight of the evidence or uh, our understanding, our superior superior understandability uh, demands it. Another example, the Maratzhias in Yevomis on Daf Pei Vav Omid Beis has a kash about a toysus that says Kaimalon, we hold like a certain opinion that's a historical shaila. Our historical shaila is a shaila in Metzius. And toysus says Kaimalon like this shita. And the Maritzchias asks, what do, we mean, what do you mean we hold like one shita over the other? There's no nafgamina, so why should we Kaimalon one way or the other altogether? And his teretz is that since the Targum looks like it supports one opinion over the other, therefore we would be justified to say Kaimalon, since that side, that sheet is supported by the Targum. Therefore, where there's enough rayas or authority that supports one sheet over the other, we would definitely paskin like one way and abandon another way. However, we have to understand something else, that even in a case where Sayin Haloch and Sayin uh, Agado where there is no psak, it doesn't mean that we have a right to accept one shita as correct and another one as incorrect. If let's say there is no nafgamina and let's say there is no reason to accept one and reject the other. So that doesn't mean that we could say, okay, I think this shita is right and that one is wrong. That would mean that we have no right to accept one over the other, but diovid kamarovid u diovid kamarovid. Diovid kamarovid u diovid kamarovid means that you have a zchus, if you want, to follow one whichever shita you like. But that doesn't mean that you decided that shita is correct. The Ramak says this. Everybody quotes the Ramak in Seferi Limo all the way at the beginning, where he says that something that's no nafgamina 
we don't paskin, we don't paskin, and he means as I just explained, but what he says over there, if you look closely, is that it's an Indian, same type of Indian like Diovid Kamarovid or Diovid Kamarovid. Therefore, Bikitzer, if you have a Shaila in Agoda in Hashkafa or something that there's no Nafgamina, so now there are two reasons why you may, let's say, teach one over the other. Let's say you're the Rambam and you have a Machloikis. You know that there's a Machloikis in the Gemara, whether a Balchuva is higher than a Tzadik Gomer, a Tzadik Gomer is higher than a Balchuva. And you're the Rambam. Now, you have two reasons why you may want to only record one of those shitas. You may believe that, let's say, the shita that says, has stronger rayas. Perhaps you don't understand the other shita. Perhaps, like we said before, if there's something that has theories to it, something that you don't understand, you're not going to use it. So if that's the case, the Rambam is going to only record the shita, or the Rambam may say, you know what, both shitas are valid, and I want to be mechazek the balei tshuva, and therefore I'm going to say this, I'm just going to record this chazal, in order to be mechazek people, to give them chizek to be, become balei tshuva, if they did an avera, and therefore it doesn't mean that I'm paskining this way as opposed to the other way. It means that I just want to record this one because Diovid Kamarovid or Diovid Kamarovid, and this is Taka real life. The Ramam Taka brings only like only the sheet of Rebbe Avoyhu that says that a Balchuva is on a greater Madrega than a Tzadik Gomor. And I have a Sefer. I have a Sefer. It's called a Seder Mishnah uh, by the son of the Machsas HaShekel. He says that there are two pshatim why the Rambam would have paskins this way. Guess what they are? Pshat number one, the Rambam had some reason to believe that Rabbi Avoyu's shita is more authoritative, or B, he was really not paskining a law at all, but he chose to associate with and pre- present this side of the machloikis for some reason, possibly because it could be a chizik to potential balei tshuva, to know how high they could reach, or perhaps for some other reason altogether. And therefore, yes, we paskin hashkafa, we paskin halacha. There are shitas that we don't understand, there are shitas that are abandoned. And just because a certain amaira or a certain rishon or a certain any authority said something, it doesn't mean that we are allowed to accept it automatically. We have to see what the poiskim understand and what the poiskim have given to us through our Messiah.